Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Patti Smith's Gloria, 1975. This provocative statement from the punk poet laureate herself remains one of the most rock and roll moments in history. The impact of these words make it hard to believe there's any room for religion in rock music, but there is an absurd amount of Christian rockers even outside of the Christian rock subgenre, and particularly in hard rock and metal. Heavy metal band Slayer's lead singer is a devout Christian, Alice Cooper became a born-again Christian, and Kansas's co-songwriter and guitarist Carrie Livgren became a born-again Christian in 1979. Livgren's faith may be the least surprising, particularly if you're familiar with one of their biggest hits, which hit number 11 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1977. The hit single was written at a time when Kansas was on their last legs. They had seen little commercial success with their first three studio albums, and their label was growing impatient. The stakes were clear. Release a hit album or be released from your recording company contract. The band gathered together for rehearsals in their hometown, Topeka, Kansas, where lead singer Steve Walsh revealed that Livgren was going to be bearing the weight of writing for the album, a duty that had typically fallen to the both of them. Quote, on the very first day of rehearsal, Steve said that he had nothing, not a single song. I don't relish that kind of pressure, but with hindsight, it really brought out the best in me, said Livgren. Thus, the fourth album became a collection of new works written by Livgren and a collection of previously discarded ideas reflected in the album's title, Left Overture. The single that saved the band was written on the last day of their rehearsals and almost didn't make the final cut for the album. Quote, It was the last, last song to be submitted for Left Overture. I can't even remember if we dropped something else to get it on there. When we recorded it, we didn't really think it would be a hit, as it was about six minutes long. We were on the road in December of 1976 when our manager said, Well, you're not going to believe this, but we actually have a hit song. Recalled Livgren. That hit has gone on to be a rock radio staple, a Kansas concert staple, and a clear precursor to Livgren's religious conversion. That's right, we're talking Carry On, Wayward Son by Kansas on Cover Me. That's right, it's Cover Me, the only podcast that compares famous songs to their many cover versions to find out which one is the event of the season. I'm your host as always, The Snake, joined by my wayward co-host... Alex Mildenberger! Alex Mildenberger! Are you a long way away? Yeah, I was far away, but I'm back You're now. I was back. wayward, I was lost, my, but now I am found. Now you are and found. And now my, uh, I fucked up my, my pop filter, so I had to adjust oh, some things. Fantastic. It's all good now. Alex, how are you doing? Oh, you know, it's early October. I'm feeling pretty good about the rest of the year. (laughs) Alex, I can't retroactively release this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's Uh, November. Yeah, it's it's actually mid-November. That's true. It's mid-November. I just did some remembering. Oh, yeah, that's right. uh, Yesterday, Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day just hit Um, that. Can't forget. Mm. Never forget. No. Whatever the cost may be, we will never surrender. We will never surrender. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, Doug, we're re-recording an episode because I fucked up and deleted my audio. That's why Alex is talking about October, if you're confused. Yeah. So we originally recorded an episode about Carry On Wayward Son, the hit Kansas song, in October, and then I fucked it up. And now here we are again, re-talking about it. Um mostly just relying on our previous notes. We didn't do too much bonus research here. We haven't had to do this since, I think, 2019, Alex, when we had to do a Hall & Oates episode. Yeah, it was Hall & Oates. We just double up yeah. on Hall & Oates. I mean, yeah. technically, we just recorded Sweet Jane, so that's kind of a redo. That's well. true. Two in one day. Two in one day. So if you want a little peek behind the curtains. Ooh, what's that? Some technical <laughs> stuff? Wow. Ooh. 
Wow, clear enough. Yeah, how do you feel doing these these re-recordings? Are you like it's it's a little weird to talk about things twice as if it's the first time. Although it's been like a month, so I'll probably have forgotten. Everything. Yeah, it is a little fresher. I think when we did Hall and Oates, it was like yeah, the it's like the like next week, week after or two weeks yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, it was pretty hot on the trail. But it, I mean, I'm familiar enough with this song. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Is yeah, I I know this song like I know how to breathe. Like it's yeah. just a natural part of my my universe. It's absolutely one of the earliest like rock and roll songs I remember. Like when I was mm-hmm. discussing in my early days of rock and roll listening when i was like 10 years old this is one of the ones that came up almost immediately it was like this yeah. and like i mean it, it's a a real like stone cold classic in the but um not totally a one-hit wonder but almost to that it's not like led zeppelin or the beatles or the who or something or queen where it's like oh the band is the big thing it's like kansas yeah sure but also it's this and like dust in the wind and dust in the wind right yeah so they are just that but yeah i wouldn't consider them a one-hit wonder yeah we think of them in similar terms as like um I mean, like, Don't Fear the Reaper, you know, would be in a similar category. The boys are back in town. That sort of thing. Yeah, they're this, like, pantheon of, yeah, like, the songs being more important and just being, like, rock radio. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. the boys are back in town, rock radio hit. This one, rock radio hit. They are kind of specifically tied to radio for me in some sense. Yeah, 100% for me. I mean, listening to classic rock Q107 was, like, such a, seemed like a really big deal. Oh, yeah. When I, I was, was part of some. 10 or 11 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This, of course, this song for me also holds the, the prestigious um, title of being one of the tracks on the first CD I ever burned. Of course. So of course. I, th- I think along with The Boys Are Back in Town. It's worth it, man. They're, they're it's worth it. Phenomenal They've songs. earned it. They've earned it. They've earned their part in my life. Um, yeah, just huge. Do you think this song being the subtly Christian had anything to do with uh, us both being raised Christian? Do you think that helped it slot in a little easier? I think if there's anything about this song that would be jarring to someone who did not have a Christian upbringing, then I definitely wouldn't have picked up on that. Right. Because I definitely had a Christian upbringing. You sure did. Me too, buddy. And this song, just like looking at it, now you can see places where it is more specifically Christian or mm-hmm. in that vein or religious in some way. But at the time, it just felt like another song. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It was, I never was really like, oh, yeah, he's talking to God from the Bible or like whatever. Like it never. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, it's God sense. from Bible. Uh, <laughs> from Bible. Oh. <laughs> But remember, me. yeah, and there must be some universality to it because it's not, they don't call this a Christian rock song. True. And they later on were like on Christian charts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But not for this. Not for this. I don't think. But uh, we are for this. This is the song we're talking about this week. And let's talk about these semi religious lyrics, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. You know, you know what I always say, don't bore us, get to the chorus. That's where we begin here. Do you say that? I do say it because I heard somebody else say it. And I was like, Yeah, oh, and I also have heard people say it like in reference to like, oh, well, we're st- it's with so much streaming, you got to put something, like you got to put the chorus first thing. But it's like, this wasn't made for streaming. 
No, it wasn't. This is 1976. Anyway. This was made for Radio Airplay. Yeah. Which maybe same thing. Change the channel. Yeah, maybe the same thing. Because, yeah, it's like, oh, I don't want to listen to some dude talk about something for two verses and then hit a chorus. So when they come at you and they go, boom, carry on my wayward maybe son. I don't want to rise above the noise and confusion. Confusion, yeah. I, I don't want to hear about that shit yet. I want to know what the chorus is. And they said, fine, you have it. Carry on my wayward son. There will be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Don't you cry no more. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, Okay, all right. (laughs) Oh, um, so this, yeah, the wayward son. uh, I mean, the first of all, the talking in terms of like father son relationship is reminiscent of like the Bible, you know? Yeah, (laughs) ah, Jesus from the Bible. Yeah, Jesus from Bible. Uh, uh, is that going to get old? I don't know but I'm still liking it. Um, I'm liking it so far. Let's see, let's see where it goes. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, in terms of, like, the, the wayward son, you know, and of losing your way and being able to come back. Yes. And achieving peace at the end of something. Of, yeah, of whatever. Some there is a, some trial, some tribulation. There is that, like, uh, God gives his hardest trials to his, his toughest kids or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Is that, and the, is that in the Bible? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that's from Bible, but I do see it on the internet sometimes. And there, this idea that you have some kind of, like, God-given purpose, I guess, on Earth is present and there'll be peace when you are done. Right, and that, like, you maybe can't understand um, what that purpose is, but that we'll get into that a little bit Yeah, more. we'll get into that a little more. Um, lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no more. So, like, don't... Like, kind of, don't worry about it. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna do your thing, so... Get some rest and yeah, be emotionally well. <laughs> yeah, and the like the the peace doesn't come until the end, right? So like, yeah, there is there is suffering, which is a big part of a lot of religion. Oh like, yeah, it's the, suffering. The, is like, why is there suffering in the world? Well, some. I mean, I won't get into the specifics, but there is suffering in the world, but it stops at death, which is hard to argue with. Yeah, I mean, I haven't found a good counter argument for it yet, but. <laughs> See when I get there. Um, I'll come back, let everybody know. No, it sucks. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's actually it. more uh, suffering. Stay alive. Stay alive as long as possible. <laughs> um, we come to verse one. Once I rose above the noise and confusion just to get a glimpse beyond this illusion. I was soaring ever higher, but I flew too high. Um, should we talk about that or should we? The whole thing's kind of related. Though my eyes could yeah. see, I still was a blind man. Though my mind could think, I still was a madman. I hear the voices when I'm dreaming. I can hear them say. I can hear them say. Yeah, so I mean, it is kind of kind of split in half um, in terms of the topic. Like the first part, we're we're talking about this character who is surrounded by noise and confusion, mm-hmm. um, and is trying to you know get a glimpse beyond that illusion. Yeah, um, speaking of peeking behind the curtain. Yeah, true. And then, but in trying to see that, he gets burned. Like he got the flu too high. Um, like yeah, a bit of Icarus in there, right? Icarus. Uh, reference, which is not biblical. That's a Greek myth. That's a um, Greek myth. But it is also, you know, mythological reference. Yeah. Which ostensibly any biblical reference would be as well. I suppose, yeah, you're right. And yeah, the idea of even get, uh, soaring higher, you know, it's higher. Heaven, baby. 
Yeah, ascending. Sure. We 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 think of upward momentum as something positive, just in general. To to talk really loosely about directions, yeah, like him soaring higher is also just like that's how you get above and beyond the illusion into something greater is to go yeah. higher. But he couldn't. Uh, or it says he flew too high. It doesn't he doesn't say like but I fell back down. But he mm-hmm. does say like he's. I mean, tying into the next line, uh, my eyes could see I still was a blind man. Now we're. Like he's soared above, but he's not really granted that sight. It just seems like yeah, it. he like, like he can see perhaps. and think, but he can't actually like comprehend. Yeah, yeah it's like Lovecraft stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's perhaps impossible to understand. Which that I mean, that is a theme that comes up in Bible. That's um, right. <laughs> <laughs> where. Uh, the the intentions the the plan i guess it's often called of of right. god is not something that humans can understand yeah right god works in mysterious ways even stripping that away there is like the the chaos of life if you want to be a religious about this song it's just like peering behind the veil in whatever way you do it whether that's yeah. through meditation or like psychedelics or yeah communication with god whatever you have often leaves you uh, with more questions than answers, perhaps. That, right, because, I mean, again, from that perspective, maybe, maybe there is no answer, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who says there's that life has meaning? Yeah, Ultimately. so he's he's brought to see whatever it is, the truth, because he, he sees past illusion, but... It's he's he's blinded. There's even the the the, uh, the, the, the allegory of the cave, right? Mm-hmm. When the guy first leaves the cave, he's like blinded by all this shit because he's like, "Oh, what the fuck is the sun?" And then only through time and like being out of the cave can he eventually figure out what trees are and like get on with his life. Just, like, you know the allegory of the cave, stuff. right? Um, I didn't know he left the cave. Well, yeah, so. That's, I mean, maybe not everybody leaves the cave, but if you leave the cave, that's that's kind of what happens. Okay. Is uh. Yeah, makes sense though. I, I think checks out. The, uh, yeah, it checks out because yeah, he's and then he, I'm if maybe he comes back to free the people. I don't know if he ever gets that far, but because like, I know like like they're chained in the cave and their only yes. vision of the outside world is like shadows, right? Yes. So, so there's p- people literally doing like conception yeah, shows of the outside them. world is yeah. just completely wrong. So like, ah, everything's flat and dark or whatever. Exactly, and they're like, yeah, it's it's all just silhouettes. And then, I think I think there was an additional part where it's like, if if, if your shackles were to break free, and you would get out there, you'd be like, what the fuck? These aren't trees. What? That's not a dog. What is all this? But if you you stick around long enough, you'll you'll find something greater. Yeah. So that's where he is. He's out of the cave at this point and confused. Yeah. Um, of course, again, carry on my wayward son. Be peace when you are done. Lay your head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Um, verse two, masquerading as a man with a reason. My charade is the event of the season, and if I claim to be a wise man, well, it surely means that I don't know. What, what a banger. What the, great verses on yeah. this. I like the verses a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't associate with Christianity like I used to. Mm-hmm. But you don't really need to. Like, even if no, it has that certainly influence don't. to some level. I mean, I'm sure there's a billion pieces of popular culture that have christian influence like how could how could they not how could they not yeah of course uh, in our culture um anyway that's just an aside yeah for sure but it is so this is just like i pretend i have a purpose 
and so so great is the act like so much effort True. is put into this act that it is the event of the season yeah it's like such <laughs> such a strong act mm-hmm. wow such a look at him pretending that he has a reason but he doesn't he doesn't know what he's talking he about he's lost he's the wayward son yeah and if he ever says he knows he doesn't know he doesn't he doesn't know shit that's yeah that's what that first half means on a stormy sea of moving yeah. emotion tossed about i'm like a ship on the ocean i set a course for winds of fortune but i hear the voices say yeah more stormy seas or not more mm-hmm. stormy seas but some stormy seas some stormy <laughs> some seas. imagery of of this boat of these boats yeah we, we, um, we may be uh more defined the noise and confusion from verse one yeah which might be i mean I'm not gonna say 100, percent but there's definitely like boat metaphors in the in Bible. <laughs> For know? sure, yeah. They do a lot of like fisher fishermen and stuff like that. So like, oh, this yeah. fisherman was caught in a storm, and this one used a smaller net. I don't remember. Yeah, and then yeah, it's like, oh, here, check it out. I'm gonna calm the storm. Yeah, this. Jesus was friends with fishers. He's yeah. a fisherman's he walked friend. Walked on water at one point. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of at sea stuff out there. Yeah, um, but yes, he's he's obviously without a reason. He doesn't have, um, he doesn't have this understanding that he wanted, even if he pretends that he does. Um, and he's stuck on these stormy seas. Yeah, which are his emotions. He's yeah. ruled by emotions, which are yeah, tossing him about. They're controlling him. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's trying to prevent that. Yes. But, uh... Yeah, and he's seeking a life of, I guess, ease. He says, I set a course for winds of fortune. Fortune being good things. Yeah, Money. but perhaps that's impossible or a fool's errand. Yeah, because the voices speak co- contrary to him. He says, but I hear the voices say. Yeah. Which always confused me, because it's like... They, they don't want you to have a good time. These voices are <laughs> telling yeah. you no? What the fuck? Yeah, maybe there is no... Well, again, like he before tried to, you know, glimpse beyond the illusion, but it it was folly. It didn't work. Right. So if he sets a course for Winds of Fortune, like, it's just more struggle for no payoff. Right. He's seeking ease, and they're like, well, the ease will not come until you, you complete your mission, until you find your path. Yeah. And walk it. There you go. Or sail it, or whatever or metaphor s- we're using. Maybe sail it, or rise above. Yeah, he, he rises... Sometimes he's going all over the place. There's a lot of motion. He's multi-directional. This, this is a song. three-dimensional character. There's a lot of motion of in this song. Yes, he's three-dimensional character. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of motion in this song, but he doesn't actually ever like get anywhere. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Does he? Yeah. Um. Then we he's come to the bridge. On? He's yeah. carrying on. You will always remember. Carry on. Nothing equals the splendor. Now your life's no longer empty, but surely heaven waits for you. Yeah, I think we even talked about this before, but I don't necessarily... Like, is this the end of the road? Yeah, is this the end credits screen, or is he telling himself that it's going to be all right? Like, always remember, like, like, you can't achieve on Earth or whatever. Mm -hmm. This this fullness, and, and you have to find... Be fulfilled? Hang on, I'm contradicting myself. What am I, Bible? Sorry, I wanted to be controversial. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking got him. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, bridge. Yeah, bridge. Yeah, so it's... it's, 
I mean, my argument might be that because it is the the repetition to carry on, this is coming from the the voices. Right. Right. So I, I guess um, suggests perhaps that that what's the the your life not being empty comes from the struggle comes from living with yeah it comes struggle. from yeah like accepting the struggle accepting your your goal or mission or what have your you. place in the plan but like like you said there's some doubtfulness especially in but surely heaven waits for you yeah true if you are the voices couldn't you just say heaven waits for you what's the surely doing in there it's, yeah it's casting a lot of doubt the voices no yeah it does seem uncertain um even that your life's no longer empty it's like is is your what does it mean to be fulfilled how can you understand when you are fulfilled and is that like spiritual fulfillment and is that a false notion of what it means to be you know like what what yeah. is anything how can you ever know that heaven waits for you like you can right. be kind so of sure but i mean that's something i remember learning about you know, at a young age, like you can't, you can't know the mind of God. That's right. I had a teacher in grade six who said that God's love for us is so powerful that if He ever came down to earth, to, down to earth, we'd all die immediately. <laughs> That's such like a specific thing. I think, yeah, like one. Why was this guy thinking about this? Why did he have that answer cooked up? <laughs> like, what is? I, I'm curious. I mean, obviously, it's like a philosophical thing. Clearly, he's like thought about it. I mean, like logically, because of this and this, God's very presence would just cause us all to die. Although it happens in the Bible that God reveals Himself to various prophets, and like that's right. maybe that's what it is actually, because there is there are like stories of like biblical stories of like like when they're like got the ark of the covenant and stuff like people die from like mishandling oh, yeah. their, their, their faces and melt, like yeah. only moses can can or prophets can like talk to god directly kind of thing because right. no one else okay. is strong enough so maybe that's where that came from and it's okay. like well logically that happened and I assert also that God is a loving God, which is a right. whole other thing. But um, if you do assert that, why would his presence cause us pain? It's like, well, because it's too much love, which is a bit fucked up when you think about it, but I'm trying not yeah. to. Is it is like sensory overload? Like it would just functionally shut us much. down? I do like the idea that like any monotheistic God or even probably some polytheistic maybe some stereotheist like would have a similar thing where like the sun is like the origin point of the idea of a god so like mm. like don't like the idea of you can't look at it directly or you'd be blinded like right okay well yeah. the sun does that or like if you spend time in its light or its presence then like your hair gets lighter and stuff which oh. kind of happens to moses and i always thought that That's was kind of right. cool that is kind of cool. I never thought of that. Yeah. Um, that's been Bible study. Older. Now, to bring this back to the bridge here, Alex, there's kind of like <laughs> you a want, You want to talk about this song? I Let's thought we were talking about, about Bible. <laughs> I really do want to get back to this song. Um, um, yeah. There's like a jump here also from the bridge, or from verse two to the bridge. 
where it's like he talks about being tossed about and trying to set a course, but the, the voices tell him, don't do that. Sure. And then we, we jump immediately to now your life's no longer empty, but surely heaven waits for you. And I was thinking, like, lyrically, nothing happens in between there, but I was looking at the annotations here on Yeah, just a guitar solo. Is that it? Is that what has filled your life? Nothing equals the splendor of that guitar solo. We'll talk about it, but no. it's pretty fucking good. No. Um, I don't know. I, I think it might just be... Like, is, is it he just listening like, to uh, the voices? Is that the... Is that the, 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 the feelingness? Yeah, you listen to the voices. They tell you to, to get shit done. Yeah. Although, we also know at this point, like, it was a couple years later, he became, like, a born-again Christian, right? Yeah. So, he wasn't really, like, Christian. So, I wonder if this is also questioning a bit. Because um, mm. we talked about the uncertainty. But, like, right. are the voices... Can we listen to the voices? Can we trust the voices here? Right. Because that's maybe the voices he's... The metaphorical voices he's hearing of, like, you know, his upbringing and his culture and his whatever. Um, are saying, hey, carry on through the fire and flames because right. that is what will f- fulfill you in life and don't try to avoid this adversity. And in many ways, that's like, that checks out with things I believe as well. Like, not necessarily like to seek out pain, but right. like, you know, it is often said, like, don't just stay in your comfort zone kind of thing you know that's right, a, kind yeah, of a yeah, cliche yeah. as well and it fits in with this in some ways um yes, don't just i've lost my things. thread a little bit but like can he trust the voices and is that just part of that question yeah because like yeah the flip side of your like get out of your comfort zone is is that sometimes things outside of the <clears> comfort <throat> zone just suck so mm-hmm. if you go out of your comfort zone and just get your shit rocked is it really better? Like, was yeah. it the good thing to do? Because you actually risk a lot more. Yeah, it's like, because you did take a risk, and that's cool, but, like, you could have also not taken the risk and maybe taken a slightly smaller risk. Like, it's not binary. Yeah. Like, it's not black it's not and white like, of, like, hardship or no hardship. It's like, you can navigate hardship in different ways, right? Like, Yeah. So, I don't know, man. So, can you trust a voice that's like, no, don't go to Winds of Fortune. There's way better shit. Yeah. Like, Getting capsized on a sea of yeah. emotion. Like, like, do you need mm. to martyr yourself to be fulfilled? Yeah. I would argue no. No. But that's why heaven doesn't surely wait for you, Alex, so. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's that's it, except for in the outro we get the line no more, which is to signify that the song is done. Because <laughs> there's no more song, yeah. <laughs> there's no more song. No more, and then it's over. So yeah, it's about ultimately the song is about finding purpose in life and being fulfilled through that. Yeah, and possibly questioning how such a thing is even possible. Yeah. So um, we're listening to the uh, what five and a half minute version of this. The original cut is seven and a half minutes long, and they cut <laughs> yeah, that down, and then they even cut this version down for radio. But we're doing like the, the album cut here. Hmm. Um, and it opens with just vocals. What a choir, a chorus. It does harmonized a cappella chorus. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's um. It lends it a, a certain weight, I think. For sure, because it's not necessarily the most common way to start a rock and roll song. No. Um. So 
when it does happen, it's like, oh, you got to listen to it, you know? Yeah, it's it quite eye-grabbing, or ear-grabbing, rather. It commands attention. Yeah. And plus you get the chorus right away, which is nice. But it's not like, like, the choruses later get pretty big. Yeah. But this is definitely not that. It's just the vocals. But Just the vocals. Still kind of exciting, because they have a nice harmony on it. Yeah, and you go like, where the fuck is this going to go from here? And it turns out, mostly guitar riffs and solos. Yeah, like, this really song is solid a riff guitar and riffs. solo machine. Um, the first, probably the, there's like, I mean, there's a couple big ones, but the first one they come in on there, um, it's a bit of a strange riff, and I kind of read this somewhere, because um, hmm. I didn't, it wasn't immediately obvious to me, but it's it's three bars long. Um, and oftentimes riffs will be two or four right long um so it's a little unusual in that way um and then they play that twice but it's i don't know just because of that it feels a little weird Mm -hmm. uh because it's three and then it's six long ultimately yeah Yeah, dog. It's uh, it's sick as fuck. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they even it, within the intro they go into another guitar riff. Um, yeah. Another section. Yeah, where it kind of holds them for longer. You get some like action from the drums and the organ. It feels to me a little bit. Was this the one that was like triplety? Let me see. It's a little like kind of like swing it. Yeah. So it definitely feels very different from the other part, um, and it's a little slower feeling too, just because yeah. of the the groove. Absolutely. So it's and you move from that into then a guitar solo. Yeah, which is go back to that other riff, right? Mm-hmm. With now a guitar solo on top. So yeah, there's just there's a lot of guitar work in this one. Yeah, it's right off just the bat. Just kind of shredding. Hitting it. Heavy shredding. And then you just like the screaming notes. The bam, bam. Yeah, we're back into that second riff too. All building to a, a vocal release. Uh, yeah, it's like... It's like painful. You know, the, the, the song talks about pain, I think. Yeah. It's like maybe that is the noise and confusion is that right off the bat there. And then like spotlight, you know, center stage. Yeah, boom. Once I rose above the Jeez, and then he gets into vocals. it. Yeah. Yes, that piano. Yeah, buddy. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Um vocals and keys. Quite quite a sound. It feels very like yeah, like solo middle like grand piano middle of the stage. Just one guy being very, I guess, open because it's just one person, you know, very yeah, exposed. Yeah, feels very exposed. He's talking about his trubs, troubles. <laughs> so he's talking about his trubs. Uh, yeah, I got some trubs. Let me tell you about them. Uh, um, and then they do kind of build that. It like they I like that bass line coming yeah, in boom, and the drums. Boom, uh, nice yeah. descending bass line. That bass can be so simple, and if it's got a good groove, yeah, it's just, mm. yeah, it's it's just good stuff. I mean, I've been thinking about um, this is a completely different song, "Sound and Vision," David Bowie. Oh yeah, um, 
for like like since we went and saw that movie um, yeah, yeah, yeah which that episode won't be out for a while actually i probably no, shouldn't, it won't, I probably but, shouldn't uh, hey, mention it but anyway it's, uh we it's watched teaser alex yeah a little teaser for the future uh moon age daydream um and uh the bass like it's just hitting the same note but it's like oh you got the groove oh we'll change the note a little bit yeah yeah fuck killer um anyway bass man what an instrument underappreciated in my opinion oh absolutely and i say that because i play the bass sometimes um just rhythm Mm. I always cheer louder when magic. they when they, when I'm at a show and they they introduce the bassist. I always try to <laughs> cheer louder because I'm yeah. like they need it. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. But there's a Back lot going this, on in this song. So much going, going on in this song. So we you, you talked about the the addition of the the rhythm section basically. Yeah. Yep. And then we kind of ramp up into the chorus. Yep. And now Which it's is. it's that intro section, but there's instruments now. Yes. Uh, piano, bass. Like yeah, before, you get the, yeah, kind of working together, descending bass line. The piano actually plays some arpeggios as well. I think the piano is also playing the descending bass line. Yeah, um, you know, doubling it up. Yeah, buddy, and it does like a little like lick at the end of, I think, "Don't You Cry No More." No. Well, the thing is, for that, don't you cry no more. Uh, a, everything cuts stop, out. Yeah. yeah, instruments cut out. They think, don't you cry, and then they kind of come back in for no more. Yeah. Uh, buddy. So the drums do a little lead into the next section, and then just like more riffing. Yeah, we we're back to that fucking opening yeah. riff. No, 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 Um. And then and right then, into another verse. Yeah. So very and so similar. Drums but they're the, off the bat. Yeah, the drums and bass are there the drums whole time. Drums and bass. The piano sounds more like almost chaotic or something here. Let's see what the It's got a bit of like a stress or tension in it or something. Maybe I'm just reading into that, but. I mean, they could be playing harder, you know. Um, if you hit the notes harder, the piano does have a sharper sound to it. Yeah. I think Whereas, that must be it. On the first one, like, like, if you play soft, it feels more, like, ballad-like. Whereas yeah. the second one is maybe a little more intense. Yeah, and he's more intense in his singing, too, as he's telling us about being the event of the season. Mm-hmm. Yes, the event of the season. Yeah. So we, we're, we're brought into a little bit of that, that stormy sea and all of that, I think, with the, the piano playing. Yeah, that definitely intensifies as we go. Yeah. Um, and then boom, into another chorus. And then he says, no! And then no. we get into some more jamming. Yes, the instrumental section. This is cool, too, because it's another just, like, new riff. Yeah! The bam ba da ba da ba da ba Two bars long. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Hey, yeah, okay. Um, and it loops a couple times. So they kind of do that. It loops several times. Um, the guitar will play that for a few riff, and then riffs, rather. Yeah. For a few bars few bars yeah. play that riff for a few bars uh, that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah um and then there's a four bar solo and there's i think three two different solos yeah uh one go is from there to the yeah. organ yep uh, back to that first guitar solo yeah and then a second, a different guitar, solo. right? And then the, the other guitar comes in and kind of does this walk down this. Yeah, and 
Yeah, it's got that real like got like stops on it. It's like muted. Yeah. Very cool sound. Um Yeah, and really like heightened like distortion and something on there. It has a very like electronic tone to it. On the second guitar? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's higher guitar. It's higher frequency. Mm. I am in the wrong part. Yeah. Good little little bit of overdrive. Yeah. I say I would say that. I'm like, yeah, a bit of overdrive, but it's like I don't I'm not that great at that. I, I, I'm not I can't really say like, oh they put in so this distorted? Much overdrive. Kind of get that that rounded um low pass filter sound yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. You know, it could be like a wah pedal or something, because I think that mostly just moves a filter. Okay. Um Yeah, but that's a cool section. Um, I mean, one thing that I don't think I said specifically, but I have in the past, like, this song is so ingrained in my mind, like, every note is, like, yeah. there. And, like, if I'm listening to it, I'm, like, making sounds along to everything, you know? Oh, Which, yeah, I'm doing, I'm not that uncommon, but it's instrument. just, yeah, this is, this is in my, this is in my head, man. I hear ya. And so we move into the bridge section, which when we talked about the lyrics, like maybe doubtful. But if you talk about it musically, it is the most confident anyone has ever been about anything <laughs> in their life. Carry it's a call and response, so you get the backing vocals like carry on, you will always remember. It's, yeah, back it's, These guys are confident on. in what they're saying. Nothing yeah. equals the splendor. My life's no longer empty. Like yeah, yeah, we uh, we could just sing the song and <laughs> yeah. that would be fine. But <laughs> yeah, there's also like uh, the the section kind of trades off between guitar and drums. Mm-hmm. Because then a bam and pa 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 bam and pa pa That was guitar for the bam and and then pa 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 was drums. I'm just making sounds right, in my mouth yeah. at this point. You are right though. There is like a percussive element that yeah. is being traded between the guitar and, and then the like the percussion. lyrics are there too. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. And then um, this yeah. just the build up, you know. Yeah, hit the guitar chorus. playing longer chords. Or arpeggios. I said building chords. Oh, cuz they're kind of like arpeggios, but because either because of how they play it or because of the sustain on the tone. Um, it feels to me like he's building up chords really quickly, but he could just be playing arpeggios. It could be, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's how I feel about it. And then, yeah. like, really exciting chorus, too. Yep. Um, See, mostly because of the end. Like, it's kind of normal yeah. at first, and then at the end, it's like the normal final line holds cry. Like, don't you cry. Don't you no cry, more. Don't and then you Steve Walsh no just more. like totally that's the lead singer. That's right. Steve Walsh. Like totally wails the final line, but like slightly behind where it would have been otherwise. Yeah. The, the no more. So he like gives it a little bit. You know, it's behind time and it like just emphasizes it. Yeah, it's great emphasis. And then that of course, what else would it lead to if not another guitar solo? Another guitar solo. Yeah, it's what I've labeled as Riff 2, yeah, which is from I'm, the beginning. That's right. Which is the... Is it Riff 2? Hang on. Am I crazy? Yeah, it is. Way back from the start. We haven't heard this in a while. Yeah. And then, yeah, I get that different feel, that swing Different feel. 
three, you get that riff two, you get guitar solo, you get him screaming again, no more. Yeah, screaming no more. And then you get way more, actually, guitar. <laughs> you do, yeah, another solo. Uh, another, I said, another guitar riff? Yeah. But is it just a solo or is it a riff? Um, well, we end on that. That, is, that leads us into the first verse. Oh, I think what I'm like. Oh, and yeah, because yeah, there is like a new riff yeah. with the guitar solo over top. You're right. Yeah. So a guitar solo and an organ solo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. the song goes pretty fucking hard. Yeah. Um, and then it goes back into riff two, which remembers the swinging bit. More wailing mm-hmm. sounds. The drums even like kind of sync up with the riff. Yeah. Um, and it just feel I don't know. It gives it just this weight with these the toms, and then like. Oh, that's right. The other thing about this section is like there's this focus on the like bam 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 bam. Yeah, those like two notes. Two note that they two note emphasize. Yeah. Bam bam. Yeah, it's an outro that like is an outro amongst outros. It knows how to to punch it up or where to hit these strong notes and make them even stronger. Anyway, sorry, I'm just enjoying the shredding. Fair enough. But I should be talking about them. Talking Talk about, about the shredding. Man, they shred. And they sure do. And then it ends on that. Yeah, and so yeah. you could loop the song forever. Is yeah. that maybe part of the theme? Leading Is this the one of those place. ones where it's like, hey, you're going to get lost in this life, brother. So when you think you got to figure it out, you're going to kind of loop around back to the start. The yeah. whole thing's cyclical. Yeah. It's think about quite that. neat. But I mean, yeah. overall, like, maybe it's just because it's so ingrained in me and it's very nostalgic. I won't claim to not have any nostalgia for this song, but like all the sounds on this are like, wow, they really made that one sound good. Like, oh, yeah. the tone on that. Oh, of course. Why would you not do that? It always just seems like so obvious, but I'm sure it's very difficult. It's like, ah, oh, it's perfect. And like every move they make, all the... Like it, they go a lot of places and they do a lot of things. Yeah, but it doesn't feel out of place. Like, yeah, it doesn't like feel they're making too the busy. right choices. Like it's mm-hmm. like everything feels like a good idea. But how could they have known? You know, this line is repeated exactly when it should be, and like now he's shouting it or whatever. But it was higher. But like, makes sense. Just yeah. fits together. So it's hard. It feels like it's hard. For me to criticize like rock and roll, this song. Like, yeah, it's 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 too formative. I know. I, I think it is a very good song, though. I don't think you're going to get a lot of yeah. clap back from people for for okay. like and carry on wayward son. Yeah, I mean, there's ups and downs. It's a real roller coaster. It's yeah, a very dramatic there's, song. There's like four different good riffs in there. Yeah, at least I counted four, but like yeah. there's also like four different good solos. Yeah, it's. And like, yeah, good length on those solos. They don't stick yeah. around too long. Every like, time it feels like the song's about to settle into something, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. we do something new. It's a new riff or a different section, yeah. or we're going to do another solo. Yeah, it's dynamic. It's dramatic. It's exciting. It's an exciting song. Yeah. The only downside is it's a little bit Christian. Uh, yeah. I can deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I can pretend it isn't. I'm, yeah. Just watch me. Just watch me now. Just watch me now. Um, 
the music video, Alex, it's not really worth discussing. It's them just playing live. Yeah. It's your your bit, boy Steve Walsh there is so fucking hairy. Yeah, there's so much hair. It's insane. And like, I don't know if it's the lighting, but he just looks like like red hair. Like it's like really yeah, it's like massive like lighting. ginger hair. Yeah. But everything looks a bit orange, so maybe he actually has like, has, like more brown brownish hair. or lighter hair. And they yeah. just made it look like he's a really intense redhead. I guess I could look he, him up. You could. Mm. Ah, he has gray hair now. <laughs> well, if he's even that's still not alive. Help you. What's his name again? Steve Walsh. Steve Walsh. Yeah. Well, he has short gray hair now. Okay. He used to have long gray hair. Anyway. Um, the other kind of weird thing about this video mm-hmm. is a lot of it is like close up. Yes. I don't know what to make of that. I wonder if it's because they are not actually playing the the studio version of it. Because he has a tambourine at one point, and I don't think there's a tambourine in this song. True. It's like, let's replace this cowbell or whatever. It's not a cowbell, but some kind of chime with like a tambourine. It's like, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, but later on they do show close-ups on the instruments. But at first it seems like they're just not gonna. Yeah. Anyway, it's a bit weird, but it's not much more than that. Like it's that really orangey reddish lighting. Uh and then just like the band playing. Yeah. And that's what they do. Um a totally passable video for a, a pretty phenomenal song. Yeah. Let's talk about some covers though, Alex. Starting in the year 2011 with Within the Ruins. Yeah, within the ruins. These guys are from Westfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> and they are an American prog metalcore slash deathcore band. Yeah. They're <laughs> one of their founding members' nickname was Drummer. Nice. So uh they're very creative. They are creative guys. Um this one is it comes in with what you expect. So we instead of getting the vocal introduction, we get the vocal melody on a, a nasty sound guitar. Yeah, very. You know, it's very distorted metal guitar. Hmm. Um, but they've also like they're progressive yes. metal core, death core, whatever. So. The original, you know, it's progressive rock, right? So they've got different timing feelings. Yeah. And I think this version, like, they clearly have no issue switching back and forth between those different timings. Um, And they really, like, particularly if you look at their part, like, where in the original was kind of that, like, swung more, I say triplet, but that's not really what it is. section in riff two um they just give it this really really sluggish feeling yeah they like to kind of slow things down and even like remove the higher end to give you this yeah sluggish sort of like swampy bog feeling yeah so it's quite a quite a feeling (laughs) yeah and uh, they do effectively switch it up 
Yeah, they're big on the like metal chugs. They're like, yeah, yeah, so much chugging. But like, it's hardly metal if you don't adapt a riff with some additional chugging, is it? Yeah, that's uh, and of course, double kicks. Absolutely, there's so much fucking double kick going on in this. Yeah, um, very growly, very growly. I. It's interesting. I, th- I think they do it justice. I do. I'm always like almost into metal, but not quite. Um, yeah, I hear you. But this like convinces me. I'm like, yeah, this could this could work. Um, the solo's interesting. Kind of odd. Um, I got timestamp is 225 because okay. maybe the solo is not specific enough. <laughs> um, it feels more off kilter, like that, like the swampy, slow, boggy section we we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so they just kind of bring that back, particularly at the start, and then like actually just play the guitar riff pretty straight. Yeah. More overdrive and distortion stuff going on, but but it's not like that different. Yeah. It takes them a while to even get to it. They do just like kind of like True. some chugging for about twenty minutes, or I mean twenty seconds rather, and before they get to the actual solo. Yeah, you're right. It's just like straight, but with overdrive. Yeah. So interesting. It definitely ticks the interesting box for me. Yeah, it's um, got like I mean, heavy metal seems to be a natural fit for songs with a religious kick to them and a bit of that drama to it um these guys really emphasize the dirty vocals it's i don't think there's yeah. anything clean on this it's a lot of no. growling and screaming yeah and instead of going kind of up on the ends of the don't you cry no more they kind of empty the space and have just this growly like staticky <laughs> grossness going on yeah and like it's got that i'm just looking at the album art it's like a goat with three eyes which yeah sure is in some way satanic I wonder if they could have had clean vocals in this, if that would have helped with anything, but maybe not. Maybe we're just know. supposed I mean, to be down the in the muck and mire with this. Two vocalists on it, right? So, yeah. Kind of shown that contrast, maybe. And you could have like the voices and the man kind of thing, which is kind of what the original does. Yeah. They do. They could reel down dirty for that Don't You Cry No More with the, <laughs> like, the, the emphasized one at like four minute mark. Right at the Yeah. 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 yeah no more. That more, yeah. So if you want, if you're like, if you want something to be kind of sludgy, kind of gross, you want your carry on wayward son to be a little more metal, a little less Christian. This is the one for you, I think. Yeah, there's a guy that I work with indirectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly, I see him at the gym at, at my work because my work building has a like little workout room. Um, yeah, and usually when I get there, he's there before me, and he puts his music on the stereo system stereo yeah uh sound system and uh he's really into metal so it's a lot of metal and it's like i'm again not quite into metal but like i get it i get how that could be very motivating you know yeah so and or like i mean said, this maybe one, i don't it, completely get it but i kind of get it you kind of get it you can understand why someone would like it yeah it's and this one is like yeah it's kind of like i listen <clears> i'm like oh you know maybe i could yeah could dip my toes in the pool like I it's pretty well that. put together it's uh, it's recognizably carry on wayward son while also being recognizably their own spin on it. Metal, metal. Yeah. So yeah, good for them. Let's talk about Quiet Drive in 2011. Carry on my wayward son. 
Yeah, Quiet Drive, alt-rock band. We've discussed them. Yeah. Um, um, Africa, I believe. Africa, yeah. Possibly something else? I think we did Breakfast at Tiffany's by them. Hmm. Or, yeah. no, I, or Time After Time or something. They were on another one. Something like that. Yeah, I feel like they've come up a few times. This, sonically, to me, is like bordering on Christian rock. Yeah. Border. By way of like mid 2000s, like emo bands. Yes, they definitely have that. And I mean, this is 2011, so it's like not so far removed. Yeah. But yeah, they definitely have that that going on. Um, I was going to throw out some names of bands, but I don't listen to mid 2000s emo bands, so that wouldn't be fair. Fair enough. <laughs> um, compared to, and a lot of them do this, um, compared to the original, musically, much simpler. Yeah, we're really uh, simplifying. Yeah. Um, they're mostly just chugging out, like, the bass lines. Yeah, the, the chords. Is dun, 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 um, dun, and there's nothing dun, dun, wrong dun, with simplicity, dun, dun, dun. but, like, they're not doing, like, riffs, which is weird. That's all. Yeah, and here's the tough part, is Kansas had riffs, and they had good vocals, like, strong vocals. Yeah. So, I, I'm nothing wrong with Quiet Drive, but their vocal style isn't giving the song the sort of dra- dramatic weight that the original has. Yeah, I think some of it is just their style is using a lot of compression. Mm. Um, and they really like, it's really focused on like the intensity of the compressed, distorted guitars, uh, which does yeah. give it, I think, quite a soaring sound. For sure, yeah. Um, which fits with the song. It has like a bit of like an end credits feel to it. Like we did it, fellas. Yeah. Let Let's celebrate with Quiet yeah, Drive does version feel of Carrying Away Wayward Son. Yeah. Um, Particularly in that chorus, um, at the end they do like uh like a rising, uh final. Don't you cry, don't you cry, don't you cry no more. Right, where they build that chord up. Yeah. yeah so yeah. even that ascends right to the end, and then the the triumphant sounding guitar comes in. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah, but like musically, it's very very different. Like they don't have any solos. It's quite a bit no. shorter. Um. It's like verse. They do like the verses. What what I've written here? Why have I written down verse two chorus bridge? Oh, because there's no solos in between. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yes. Okay. And then even like the bridge part is simplified. Like there's still it's like lots of distortion from the one guitar. Um, there's actually a bit of a solo after the bridge leading back into the chorus. I kind of forgot about that. Um, but yeah. really, like the solos from the original are gone. Yeah, fully gone. Um, it's uh, there's a weird lyrical thing that happens here, right? Where he adds in that into the lines. So though my mind could think, though my, my eyes could see, I still was a blind man. He says, though my eyes could see that I was still a blind man. Though my mind could think that I was still a madman. And that's confusing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a little. Yeah, it's weird because it's not really what the original was saying. Um, Because now he has perception of himself being a madman. Yeah, I guess he gets self awareness in this version. He's like, okay, I can see that I am blind and I can think that I am crazy. But I suspect, I mean, I often suspect 
these sorts of changes are done for like the meter more than anything okay um and because perhaps because this version is simplified the vocals could take slightly more rapid words mm, okay um, yeah for versus the original where you're getting that piano arpeggio in like da, 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 and then the vocals da, my mind can see I still was a man, versus this be like da, my mind can take it's just a different feeling maybe to because the guitar is playing longer chords and now right. the vocals are shorter more choppy okay yeah that, that could be it um, but yeah I mean if you actually read into the words it doesn't make a whole lot of sense it doesn't make a lot of sense um, but yeah, like we said, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of that, like, mid-2000s, like, emo pop-punk kind of vibes. It's, uh, they do the, what do they do? I just listened to this section. They do stuff. They play some instruments. They sing some, some words. Um, well, they sing words, they, buddy. They do, buddy, let me tell you. More <laughs> words than they should. Um, just 219, more, they do the, uh, the, the bridge and the they, bridge, yeah. they, they do like a different take on that. It's really focused on these like big drum hits and some like guitar arpeggio in the back there. Mm-hmm. And that's, Hey, that's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then, yeah, they, they go through it. They do their, their outro. Yeah. yeah. Triumphant emo rock. Yeah, it feels it feels more definitive for sure. It sure doesn't have is. like the beginning, like the end of the original is like, what's happening, versus this. Oh, what happens right at the end? Let's say something more definitive. Yeah, yeah, it's like a like they fade out a long chord kind of thing. Yeah, big long chord fade out, mm-hmm. and then we fade into the Sons of Serendip Dip in 2017, Alex. Carry on my wayward son There'll be peace when you are done Lay your weary head to rest We do, we do, the Sons of Serendip. This is described as classical crossover, which is apparently pop slash classical. Okay, sure, yeah. Yeah, that essentially sums it up. They take popular songs and they play it with their, their classical instrumentation they got yeah. a piano a cello harp and vocals yeah they were actually on america's got talent season nine in the year 2014 they finished in fourth place yeah so it's pretty good pretty good yeah yeah hey, good um, for these and yeah it's got a pretty yeah it sounds like classical music you know they got those those uh those instruments we listed uh but with lyrics yes um, so they start out and like they keep it pretty light. It's mostly they start out light because they actually raise the intensity quite a bit. In and I almost didn't notice it because it's very gradual. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's that like very like we start with tender piano, but it is in that yeah classic pop sense more than this the original, which is I guess a rock and roll piano. No. Yeah, yeah, it's like soft, <laughs> gentle, and it's still doing like arpeggios, but it's not, it's not rock and roll. Yeah, and then it's it's joined by some some like ambient yeah. strings that come in for the chorus on the first go around. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, yeah, it's a very gradual. It's like the frog in boiling water, right? Like, yeah, I don't know if that's actually a true fact, it. but you, you uh, supposedly it. it's not. But you know what? It works. Yeah. 
Um, and then, I mean, you get that harp too, because I, I believe, I thought it was like pizzicato strings. Mm. But I'm pretty sure it's the harp, because they do have a harp player. Okay. Um, That's right. Especially you can hear it. At, they kind of go time. through a round of all of their stringed instruments around the one minute mark there, mm-hmm. doing that riff. They do the boom, doom, 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 doom. Right after the Don't You Cry No More. Um, yeah. And that, I think it's that cello they play. It plays the piano and then the harp yeah, plays the second part of it. Something low. And then that cello comes in with a great tone on that. I think that sounds very good. Yeah. And as much as like it's gradual, it's gradual build, but there's actually kind of a, a discontinuity. And that's like the two minute mark. Um, it's on a, it's actually like the cutout for Don't You Cry, but then yeah. they like actually play the main riff. Da, 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 That's right. Um, and then go into a musical section, and there's oh man, there's so much stuff happening in this musical section. Like strings playing arpeggios, and there's piano chords, and then you can really hear the harp here. Oh yeah, what I think is the harp. Okay. Oh yeah, I can hear it. That that harp. That thing 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 thing. Yeah, we enter a, a different zone here. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely um, elements of classical in there around 230. That yeah. And then we, I mean, we soar. I talked about the last one, mm-hmm. uh, the quiet drive version, as feeling soaring. Yeah. And that one feels very triumphant. And this one actually has a similar feeling. They, they really get the soaring in there with the strings. For sure. Um, and even the vocals uh, add to that, I think, when he sings, like, up yeah. high. But um, this one has much more, like, dynamics. Much more in yeah. the way of dynamics. It's Certainly. Kind of, and I like I that, they, that. Yeah. they give us a taste of that one riff with, like, every different instrument. It's really cool when they do the actual riffs in their format with their instruments it's just the tone shift is really cool I yeah i mean this the riffs are just so strong yeah <laughs> like from the original it's like yeah just play those like that's they're handing you gold man exactly uh yeah it's good stuff so um, oh yeah and it's on the piano there and then they kind of go back to soft a bit like after that but they mm-hmm. do some more building because by the end it really gets intense yeah they do their kind of pull back and then double down yeah Ba-da, 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 ba-da. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it does get pretty big. It's um, I it's like different the from the original. Yeah, that intensity is pretty dynamics. good. I I remember I not being crazy about this when we talked about it last time, but it's I don't know something about it. It's hitting me a little it's different grown, today. It's grown on yeah, you a little bit. A little I bit. Uh, was an early adopter. So uh, you yeah okay sure Alex. I was just I, always, like I was more into our next act. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Honestly, I was listening. uh, This, I think, is even a story I told last time. I was listening Mm -hmm. to this with Will. um, Shout out, Will. My roommate. And, like, we heard the Sons of Serendip one kind of in the background. We're like, ah, that's not that interesting. If you listen to it directly, it's more interesting. But in the background, maybe not so much. And then this next one, um, we're like, oh, yeah, maybe a little jazzy, maybe a little this, maybe a little that. That's interesting. But it uh, ultimately in my mind they completely flipped um yeah that's a little foreshadowing let's talk about rich wetzel (laughs) 
Proven Hire and Lynn Nicholson. Proven Hire. Rich Pretzel. Am I right? Rich Pretzel. You fucking destroyed him, Alex. You'll yeah. never recover from this. Yeah. Which, so, yeah, I but, mean, he yeah, <laughs> is a bodybuilder, so he could probably do something about it. But Probably. Um, I was a bodybuilder and a trumpet player. Could, could he make a good cover of uh, Carry On Wayward Son? I have seen no evidence to suggest that he can. Boom. Got him. Zing. Okay. So the, their I didn't group, really like this version. No, me neither. Groove and Hire is a group that covers 70 right. classic rock. That's their goal in life. Yeah. Lynn Nicholson is a trumpet player. Um, and we start out on a, on the right foot here. Let's let's give credit where credit yeah. is due. Uh, the the beginning does start sounds like we got something good going on. Yeah, here. big horns, big um, horn fanfare. Boom, boom, bam, bam. Great. This is yeah a group of I th- oh there was a video a live video for this one. It's a lot of horns and like other like guitar players and drums and stuff. But like it's quite a it's like a twelve piece band. Yeah. They're huge. Um, it's a fairly direct adaptation. So, yes, like, there's it does a lot of pretty closely reverence for the original. There's a lot of guitar riffs being played on like trumpets or horns or whatever. Um, but it almost feels like the gr- like there's twelve people, but it almost feels like they could have had some more brass. Like it almost feels like there's not enough. Yeah. For maybe what they were trying to do or something like that. And and there's some fun here. I think there yes. is. Um it does at first I was thinking like jazzy. It's not really very jazzy. It's just like instruments that are associated with jazz. Are I think. Associated with jazz. Yeah, I think you're right. There is and like, like there's bits yeah. that feel kind of jazzy, but I feel like it doesn't quite get to jazz. It's really uh, like a big band ish. But not quite big band. Cover yeah, it's, of like it's a rock small song. big band. <laughs> yeah, small big band. Yeah, yeah. So you get him doing what I think is like a jazz-inspired vocal performance. That's true. He definitely has that like uh, crooner kind of sound going on. Yeah, um, I didn't think the vocals were amazing either, but like they're fine. No, and like I said, fine, it's passable. like a fun rock adjacent thing. Um, so like they're they're good enough for that. Yeah. And then what he doesn't do is any of the like really big singing moments. So even the chorus aside from the final line is just the horns. Yes, the horns do play on the chorus a lot. And he once he does some big lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> The thing they do that is, I guess, kind of maybe more jazzy than rock is uh, they, like, kind of consolidate all the solos. Right. So, like, after the four-minute mark, it just, like, does all the solos. Yeah, and that... As opposed to sprinkling them throughout. Fucking horn. The That's horn, the four-minute mark is oh, when that... Man. Just garbage just horn like, comes it in. squeals. I was listening to it the other day, and I was worried the dog would start, like, barking or something. <laughs> But now he just asked to go outside, so I don't know if it's related or not. Uh, he's like, can you please stop <laughs> just... deflating a balloon or whatever the fuck you're doing in here and let me outside? Yeah, but yeah, it's just this really high-pitched horn part, and it lasts for such a long and time. And it returns. It, like, it, it ends, and you're like, okay, he's done. We've moved on to a different instrument. And then he's like, uh-oh, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming back. And like, I get it. Like, I know playing high on horns is like difficult. Like it's takes physical like more physical energy to play high notes yeah but like 
Just because it's impressive technically doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah, because it still sounds like shit. It's not impressive technically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a guitar riff there too that I just didn't really like. I feel like it it doesn't have like the right tone to it or something. Yeah, it's yeah, instrument tones are off and like it's just do it. Yeah, it's kind of like overdriven in like a cheap way and I I've been referring to things as cheap today and maybe that's not the best descriptor, but I feel like it's just not the right it's not the right sound for this guitar for this right. song. If you could get it on your beginner like Yamaha keyboard, it's probably not a good sound. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very questionable. So, yeah, overall, I thought this version fell really flat. Um, it's mostly just like a transplant version where they put the different parts on different instruments. Um, and then the parts that are kind of different... Um, are bad. <laughs> ...aren't great. This, not all the sounds are very good, particularly when you get like, oh, we're actually going to do this on the original instrument. You can tell like, well, their tone is just not well thought out yeah so it's uh yeah. it's a mess that fucking i like it built up goodwill in the like 40 second intro and then just slowly eroded that for the next yeah. fucking six minutes it's bad that fucking horn alone so bad it's rough it's, it's rough and um less rough is neonian 2018 Yeah, this is a couple of sisters um, who, according to a description, argue and write songs. Nice. Yeah. Do they record the arguments? Um, <laughs> I've never looked it up. Neoni Just Arguments album. Just All arguments. right. <laughs> Maybe we'll do more songs sometime. But you have to side with us on these arguments. <laughs> you gotta pick a side! <laughs> Um, so this is like your, uh, including your, uh, of involving your fans. That would be an interesting way. Get them in on your life and your disputes. Yeah. Sounds like a terrible idea. Okay. Uh. Right. Okay. So I wrote this note a month ago. Yes. Um, but my take after listening to like two of their songs is that they're a bit Billie Eilish, a bit Halsey and a bit Imagine Dragons. I think, yes. I remember you saying this. It's like hype rock sound, but they also sort of fit in the like deranged woman part right and yeah it's there's uh there's a bit of that made for tv okay. quality to this because this is uh it was literally made for tv or yeah, used in tv s- used in tv at the very least supernatural apparently had a big relationship with the song carry on wayward son yeah and they this version was in was this version actually in the show i think it was in like a season finale or something yeah. or a series finale even um, hang on. The video says, brackets, Supernatural Finale. Okay. Yeah. As heard on Supernatural Finale. Yeah, okay. They're in. They're, they're in. in, bro. <laughs> you guys are in. So, like, you know, they're rubber or glue or whatever, but, you know, let's criticize this thing. Let's, let's yeah, let's get in there and no. fucking tear it to shreds. So, piano, I don't, I don't, I don't think I hate this one, but. Yeah, I don't, I, I think it's fine. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Um, piano, yeah, they they really got the, it's like the ambient intensity thing, so, yes. I mean, it made me think of, like, movie trailer, 
type stuff, but it never gets like as intense as some of those because those really have they'll have to do the like blah moment yeah. or the gunshot or whatever. Which one did we do that had a gunshot in it? Oh, is that like time fuck. after time or something? I don't yeah, know. It was a long I time think ago. It was, it was a long, long time ago <laughs> where they just like halfway through just like gunshot <laughs> sound effects. Um, but yeah, this one is definitely doing like you said ambient intensity. So like yeah. there's even a, a symbol that transfers so us. Yeah, and it's just like. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, we're in the next section now. <laughs> so yeah, it's, um, it's emotive, it's intense, Yeah, but it's it's low. Yeah, but it's low. Um, and they, they do have like a build, though. Uh, yeah. It starts like mostly just vocals and piano, and then, oh, it starts with a verse as well. Right? They don't yeah. Do... Yeah, once I rose above the noise and confusion. Um, and then kind of the drums come in in the back half of that verse, and like this very deep bass comes in. Um... Can re- and like lots of reverb on the kick, yeah. Um, and then kind of cut back to piano for chorus and like adds more percussion, particularly claps later on. And there's a string synth and like some more ambient sounds. There's like voices, sound like yeah, voices this like, <laughs> like in the background, it's very strange, yeah, which is like it's uh, it's like ambient sounds, right? Kind yeah. Of don't know what the voices were saying. Maybe just carry on my way. With yeah, maybe. I don't know what they're saying. But uh, they're there. They're one of the more interesting features in what is uh, otherwise a pretty standard, like, emotive piano intensity piece. Yeah. Uh, the uh, bridge also has, uh, is kind of adapted and changed. They yeah. got a lot of vocal harmonies there, which makes sense. They're a group that. I think they will sing. So yeah, I think so. They start to do harmonies. Makes sense. Um, you get the, the the strings, the like bowing sound on the strings picks up. That's right. Um, yeah. Dun, 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 and even dun, more dun. kicks. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just kind of like has a very intense outro. That's right. Yeah. With that's some, like. It... Oh right, the tree sound. All right. There's a sound in that outro that kind of okay. sounds like wood groaning. Okay. Like or like something like you know if like a building is gonna collapse or oh that kind of like it'll be like sound like rapid percussion. Like yeah, I hear that. I hear and it as a like it snaps and falls. So it has yeah. that sound to it. So there's, I don't know if that is necessarily, um, on purpose, but I do think there's like. There's some chaos because of the all the ambient stuff going on, and like there's some intensity. I think I said chaotic intensity earlier. Yeah, and then um, yeah, like it kind of all breaks, and in that, that can outro. yeah kind of collapse in on itself. Yeah, and maybe that sound effect is representative of that. I don't know. Maybe I mean maybe it really makes sense in the supernatural finale. Oh, I, I haven't yeah. seen it. What happens in the supernatural? <sighs> what happens in the beginning of supernatural? I've never yeah, seen it. I, even the middle parts, I'm pretty unclear on. Oh, I know all about the middle parts. Oh, okay, you've seen all that. <laughs> oh, I haven't Weird. seen it. I just know about it. You just um, know it. Okay. No, I, I don't know anything about supernatural. Well, Alex, what do you know about cars? <laughs> you want to talk about the music video? <laughs> Let's talk about the music video. So it's pretty. It's similar to the the version itself. Like it's pretty standard. It's nothing outlandish it's mostly and mostly functional yeah it's like because it's the two band members the two sisters and they're like on an acreage or something 
Yeah, there's, there's like an a abandoned bunch of old car, car a bunch a of old cars. There's at least one old car and like yeah. barns and stuff. Um, yeah, because they're just hanging around this like rusty old car. I thought there was yeah. more than one car. Well, there is more than one car, but there is. Oh yeah, there's definitely more than one car. But they're in like a field that has some abandoned cars in it, and like, yeah. old like gray. Um, the wood is gray on this like old barn. Yeah, a house or a stable or something. So there's a few like barn things, and there's trees, and the grass seems quite well kept actually. So I think some yeah, of the does. grass. It's it's like like it's a set. Like it might be a natural set, but it's not like they are in a random clearing uh, in the woods. It might where be they a found two cars. supernatural set. What? It actually might. Hey. Be, honestly, <laughs> it honestly could be. I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't know anything about supernatural, so I can't. I cannot comment. Um. So it's, uh, yeah, it's like kind of fine. There's, we've seen videos before where like someone wanders around a space and sings. And this yeah. is just both of them doing that. But then it, it's got a weird thing right at the end. Yes. That is, I mean, completely inexplicable and quite frankly could just not be there just as easily. And it's confusing to me why it was included at all. Yeah, because the music is over by that point. Yeah, like you can even see if you mouse over the like time thing on youtube the i believe that shows how many people viewed like that oh the yeah the like little when people stop watching yeah it just drops off there and it's literally it's a close-up on what is i think quite obviously a model car yeah i mean like, you look at those tires especially yeah and it's, it's like yeah why what's the purpose of showing a close-up because, like, you look at the ground, and you can see that gravel's too big. Yeah. For this to be a normal size. So, like, they could have shot it from a different angle or at a different location, and you might not have been able to tell. But it's just so weird. Yeah, and they just focus on the shot. For, like, a it... while. I guess that's their outro of, like, click on our other links, and then they have some... I guess, but then they also Patreon have like a, a thank you Patreon true. stuff. They do have a Patreon thing separate from that. It's very weird. It's quite bizarre. Um, so I don't know what to make of that, but uh, honestly, decent version. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a working man's version. You know, it gets in there, it does yeah. its thing, gets out. It's not. Sometimes I don't like versions that are just like from a TV show, but that one feels like reasonable. Yeah. It's got the drama of the original in there, right? It sounds yeah. dramatic. They got some cool. They got some cool sounds. Yeah, it's always nice I mean, to get some cool sounds. It's just unfortunate because the original was like nothing but insanely cool sounds. Yeah, it's a tough Constantly. act to cover, I think. Yeah. Um, but hey, you know who's gonna try their best is Steve and Seagulls in 2020. Yes. Steve, and then some birds, I guess. Hell yeah. Um, a Finnish country band playing bluegrass versions of well-known hard rock and metal songs. Ah, uh, yes. What a... I, we've talked about a fair number of these, like, European... I What I would consider to be, like, a novelty band. Yeah. These, um, like, Euro-Americana acts. Yeah, Euro-Americana. And, like, this is another one. And, like, it's weird. But, like it's definitely got some weird things about it too like some of them are like oh this is clearly a lot of elements of 
American music and they're very much taking those elements. And even if they don't necessarily like maybe they're taking from a few different American genres, all the stuff they're doing other than their accents are American. Yeah. Whereas this does like this is a this like a country band, but like it's a bit it's a bit different. Particularly what struck me was his vocals, because you don't get high vocals like that in like American country music. Yeah. Generally, like it's generally lower. Yeah, you're right. He and he because he has that Finnish quality where they they kind of sing. He almost sounds like a Finnish metal singer because he sings at that higher range. Which is like. Cool, so it it gives it a different sound. Yeah, which is interesting. Another Uh, thing they do. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. So another interesting like small change is just the way they handle that riff. That right. They instead do this like dun 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 dun. But staccato, very rapid. Yeah, very staccato. They change up like the even the separation between those two note sections. They they put a weird like twist on it, and it sounds unique. Yeah, I mean they really put it in this like bluegrass area with like kind of a twist, I guess. Um, yeah, with that and like the the weird percussion around it, it's very like hootenanny esque. Yeah. I mean, there's an accordion and like a banjo and stuff playing yeah. those riffs. Um, they're doing the like oompa. They kind of adapt the rhythm to do the like bluegrass oompa oompa oompa. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a very different feel. <laughs> Quite quickly. Um, so especially, I guess, um, I was talking about the voice before. Right at the beginning uh, of the first verse, which is like a minute and ten seconds in. Yeah. And they cut everything out. It like doesn't sound country at all because it's this guy's voice, which to me just doesn't sound country. No. And then um, <laughs> like guitar strumming. So like could be anything at that point. Although we already had like an accordion solo, basically. Right. So. But yeah, they we do have. like a full but cut. But if you just came in on that, it wouldn't be obvious at first. No. Maybe once you start getting in on the second half there, we get like some fast strumming in there that's a little more country influenced. Yeah, definitely. You get like the banjo sound and like I yeah. think a mandolin as well. Oh, banjo mando. Banjo lin. That's not a real instrument. Um, not yet. And like a slide guitar or like harmonized, possibly like a synthesizer. Uh, yeah. That's later on in like the solos. I'm jumping way ahead to the solos section. I mean, hey, you uh, go where your heart you desires. No, you go ahead. Um, <laughs> um, no, they're pretty similar, aren't they? Yeah, it's like it's adapted, it's transplanted, but like the sounds are like kind of weird. Yeah, they are. Um, not that, not so much for bluegrass, but it definitely has a, a strange. Yeah, are you? So is that slide guitar? Is that what you're talking around around like two thirty? That goes like. Chick-a-chow! Yeah. 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 It like it's not. It sounds more like harmonized or like it's got an echo on it. It's like. Yeah. And like maybe it's a synthesizer. I don't know, but probably guitar. Yeah, but it shows up and then it's it's gone forever. It never comes back. Yeah. And there's like a bit of organ in there too. Right? I remember because yeah. there's a live version of this. The accordion player also plays the organ. So, like, they don't play at the same time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, tricky. Um, They're pretty faithful to the solos, though. Yeah. Like, they throw their own twist on it, but they are following them, like, just about note for note. 
Yeah, they're yeah. But I mean with quite a different sound. Yes. I think their 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 country sound distinguishes them enough. And like later on for the later on the solo. There's like it sounded like a violin. But no no no, it's, it's the accordion, but I thought it was a violin at first. Uh, yeah. And like it's the kind of their outro section. But like that sounds much more jeez. How would I even characterize that? Like it's a hoot nanny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, a hoot nanny. It's very like yeah, it's quite bizarre. This this one, yeah, when we listen to it for the first time around, we listen to it today, it has this, like, it's just very strange. It's so, like, otherworldly. Yeah, it's like a bit of things that are familiar, and then a bit of things that are like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but it is weird. It's country. Right, it's country, but it's a different country, right? Yeah, it's a different country's country. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. It's definitely distinct. Yeah. Um, and they do a lot more to match the energy. Uh, yeah, like Rich Wetzel doesn't really get the the energy behind it, but these guys like they go for it. Yeah, they do. You know? And I, maybe so, I think some of the sounds are maybe feel a little limp compared to the original, just because of I don't know a banjo doesn't necessarily have the same impact mm-hmm. as a, an electric guitar that's distorted. But like ultimately, I feel like they really go for it and they do a good job. Yeah, and they've got enough sounds going on. It's like, well, if you don't like this, we're bringing in an accordion in a bit here, so just hold on, or we're bringing in the organ, you're like, okay. Right, kind of like the original. I said in the original, it feels like they switch it up every Mm -hmm. time, and it's perfect. Whereas this one, maybe not quite perfect, but they still do switch it up, even if they stay a little too long. They're still getting some hits in there, yeah. Interesting version, Um, and that does it for our versions we're going to talk about. So it's time for our final verdicts. There are three categories today. The worst version, the best version, and the version most most religious version. That's it. The most religious version. The most Christian version. Which one of these could you find in Bible, you know? Yeah, which one would be in Bible? That's what I'm asking. But first, I'm asking you, yeah, Alex, what's the worst version of this? What's the worst version of this? Uh, my worst version is definitely Rich Wetzel. I just did not like it. I mean, we talked about the horn. I feel like it's lacking in energy. I almost It just feels like a fun thing some friends did, which is cool. Honestly, I support yeah. that 100%. But I also don't think it's a very good recording. Yeah. I think that's a shame. Uh, keep it up, Rich. And Keep it up, Rich, but also stop playing that high trumpet. Lynn Nicholson. Um, but, like, yeah, maybe bring that trumpet down an octave or two. Two, because, yeah, it uh, sounds like if a complete garbage. That far. Um, or get a new instrument, because yeah, something's, something's wrong with that one, that's man. That's my worst one. Yeah, that is, I think, inarguably the worst version. That, Like I said, it builds up a little goodwill and then just destroys it for five minutes after. Yeah. Um, Alex, what's the best version of this? Best version of this. I think my best version is uh, Sons of Serendip. Mm. I quite enjoyed the lighter take on it. And I liked the way they just build into the sort of orchestral swell. And, uh, you know, you can really get lost in that that richer uh, classical sound. 
Yeah, for sure. I think that one's got a good yeah touch with classical and then the connection to like religion and that to get that, that swooping sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it t- ticks all the boxes. I think it's good. I'm going to do the flip side of that, which is within the ruins, which is like ah. the gross and dirtiness, a little bit like chugga, 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 a little chugging, I'm a little, little, little nasty. Yeah, I'm down in the swamp, down the bayou, brother. That's where I am. I like yeah. Diversion. I think it was pretty solid. I like mm-hmm. taking, I, th- I think it's a natural fit to take a hard rock song and make it metal, but not just like classic metal. Let's let's make it, you know, metalcore slash deathcore. Right, because we do get like orchestral metal. It sounds mm-hmm. very different from this, but that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a solid fit. Alex, what's the most religious version of this? Honestly, it's probably Quiet Drive. I always, already said they border Christian rock. Christian me. rock? Okay, yeah, that checks out. So, like, I feel like maybe that's it. Good, good choice. I'm going to go with Sons of Serendip, because I feel like if you played oh. that to churchgoers, they'd be like, I like this song. Yeah, I mean, th- that would fit best into, yeah, into in a church context. Experience. But um, to get the youth onto drive, your, to yeah, your religion? Yeah, we'll the youth onto your religion. Yeah, that's it. The, that's one the ticket. day where you get a guy in with a guitar. Yeah, you're like, we got this guy in. He's in a band. You're like, oh, wow, oh, rock music. Yeah, rock and roll. But hey, kids, twist, I love rock and roll. Instead of sticking to the man, they support existing power structures. That's right. Uh, Why don't we praise the father and the not, son? Not that other rock and roll stars would ever do something like that. Yeah, come on. They're they're all good. <laughs> good good dudes. Uh, um that does it though, folks, for today's episode of Cover You got a different opinion, similar opinion, want to talk about a version we didn't talk about, hit us up on Twitter, hashtag CoverMePod, at Jake Cressy, at some Alex Wise guy. Send us comments, questions, concerns, suggestions for future episodes. We are also uh, available by email. Send us an email, CoverMePod at gmail.com. Talk to us there. Be sure to rate and review us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, your favorite podcasting app. Go on Spotify. Give us a five-star rating. We're so close to, to peaking that four-star mark. So, you know, open up your mobile app. Go to Cover Me's page there. Put us in your little search. Hit on that. Scroll up to the top of the episode list. There'll be a little star rating there. Put five in there and then send us a nasty email. That's all you got to do, folks. That's all you got to do. You also have to tell your friends about us. That's the second thing you got to do. We'll read that email. Did we say that? We'll read that email on air. And if you make us cry, we'll, I don't know, we'll link your Twitter profile or something. Not to dox you as a congratulations to like get you followers. I don't know. If anyone's <laughs> even going to be using Twitter, we'll see. Things are looking rough out there, folks. But <laughs> hey, that does it for today's episode of Cover Me. And as we always say on Cover Me, I hear the voices when I'm dreaming. I can hear them say, cover me, my wayward son.